1: this is bees and Bunner. hey welcome to your podcast (laughs) (laughs) yes welcome to yours i'm i'm so glad that you're here today (laughs) Would would you like to give personal updates or just jump into entrepreneur um
2: well you know i do have a personal update um i want to oh jesus okay I want to um, thank everyone for their love and support um, that they have shown me in the past um, couple of weeks. Um, I lost my dad and um, you all have been so kind and um, caring and generous and I appreciate it so very much. So thank you to everyone for that.
1: Were you... um? Were you on the Adama thing today? No.
3: <laughs>
2: did you... What did I miss?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. She did her Adama session with the good Thick today. It was the first time she did it on Tuesday. Oh no. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good, bitch. I was boohooing in there. We'll get to that, okay. but she opened with this really beautiful thank you and everything to everybody. But are you frozen? No, I'm here. Oh, you're just not moving. Okay, I'm sorry. Is that? <laughs> um, but she, yeah, but she closed her her thank you with this whole thing acknowledging how much it means to her that people banded together and loved on her sister and all of that. Like her whole focus was you on that. And I was like, "Oh my God! I wonder. I wonder if Wumi hears this. Is she crying?" It was really sweet because it showed like her priority emotionally was like, you know, my sister. <laughs> oh man, was really, it was really beautiful. She didn't call it like your name, like, "Hey, Wumi, do you have something to say?" But it was just a nice way to open that session.
2: Thank you, Adama. I
1: love and
2: you. Oh, very- she felt.
1: Um, she said what? What she thought? What I thought was so poignant was that she said that the way that this tribe reached out to support your whole family is what gave her the kind of wherewithal to say, I wanna do this today. As opposed to, you know, how hard it may be to jump back in and do stuff and how easy it would be to decline right now, you know? So yeah, shout out to a great man for sure. Um, Switching gears to entrepreneurship, Are there any entrepreneur updates you would like to share?
2: (laughs) You are grinning.
1: I'm really excited about our meeting this morning. That was a productive-ass meeting, bitch. I wasn't extra. I didn't ask for an agenda. I didn't send y'all an agenda. It just flowed organically. There were adults in that business meeting today,
2: bitch. Were you worried about that? There's no agenda? How many times did that go through your head? Eight. Okay. (laughs)
1: Eight. Eight. But I feel like, you know, Shirelle and I are so similar. It's like the moment I was going to ask, like, hey, do you have a Zoom link for this? Or should I get one? She dropped it in the chat. And I said, I have have nothing to worry about here. I am used to, like, certain levels of... mm, Fuck it. I'm used to certain levels of, like, incompetence. Ooh. um, In in some environments. Yes. And I hate having to be the thinker and the doer, but I will do it just from government, right? So to be on that call with y'all this morning, bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell them what we're talking about.
2: <laughs> are, you, are you sure that you don't want to tell them? It's okay. You're very excited. Let's go. Share um, with the people.
1: We are doing, we are releasing April 1st, our first Beads, Butter, and Burpees subscription box. And- <laughs> Yes, yes, it is going to be insane, and it was an organic, an organic decision, an organic collaboration, because we support, wear, and engage each other's brands constantly, and everybody who rocks with one of us also was introduced to the other two, um, and supported consistently, and there also is some synergy between the three things that we bring to the table. And so um, the, the basic focus of beads, butter, and burpees is that we wanna provide an all-inclusive self-care experience with an emphasis on personal wellness. And so with the personal wellness piece, you've got, okay, we're gonna start, let's work backwards. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's work all over the place. So with burpees, right? So you've got Sherelle, She's got the good thick training, which what the fuck that bitch is a mogul. And she's if you don't follow it, follow the good thick um, on Instagram because you see these real life journeys of people coming from all walks of life all over the country with all kinds of habits and 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 unhealthy mindsets and eating and, you know, shit like that. And just shedding the weight and developing routines and feeling better about themselves like on a daily basis there's a transformation and the most beautiful part of it is Sherelle focuses on um, the wellness of the whole being and that's what made me want to participate as a vendor because it's not just like you working out and shit but she's got a nutritionist she's got a um like a component of emotional and mental wellness and all that healing and shit that we have to do because a lot of our unhealthy habits come from emotional brokenness and blind spots right so you've got her with that and so what she brings to the table as far as the box goes is um her fitness apparel her fitness apparel is insane what I love about it it is is that it's unique it doesn't look like anything else that you can buy out here similar to FBF body like they have their aesthetic because you know I hate predictable cheap Instagram clothes I hate it so much and so um, I love that she went outside the box with that and has things available for women of all sizes. I love that me as an extra large person in most cases, um, I wear large in her leggings. That makes me feel good, period. You know what I mean? So um, so you have that. And then the, the beads piece is um, what Wumi brings to the table. And so what Wumi's specialty is, is that she provides you an escape from the scale, meaning the anxiety that comes with, oh my God, I got to really step on this fucking scale. What if I didn't lose any weight? I worked out all last week and I only lost one pound. Maybe I should give up. Like all of that comes with it. And that's not the true way to track your weight loss because you know a whole lot of shit happens with those numbers and what makes it go up and down. I don't know, I'm not that kind of doctor, but Wumi's beads will tell you exactly what the fuck is going on like bitch did I tell you I woke up it was what like two o'clock in the morning the other night and that uh-huh. fucking bead that bead was like bitch I'm a necklace I'm a necklace what are you about to do what are you about to do and when we I sat up in that bed and ripped that shit off of me so fast I was like what's going on I said I'm too big I'm too big
2: <laughs> I, said, I said the beads Gave because that bead was trying to go through my boobs with me, like just I need to be a neck. Like I don't belong here. I don't here. What is this constant pressure? That's what I've been feeling. What is this constant pressure? Yes, I, my breasts on top of my ribs. What is roomie?
1: this? I couldn't even sleep through the night. The beads had to come off. <laughs> but you know what? That that was a gentle nudge, like, hey, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because I was really like, um. I was really on a successful track, but I threw all that out the window when everything went down with you guys. Yeah. And I got really comfortable because everybody kept bringing y'all like chicken and liquor. I'm this- not going to say no to chicken.
2: Chicken and French fries and rice. All the aunties have been cooking all types of rice. Oh my oh. God.
1: Yeah, because I kept fucking up the African food. Not <laughs> <I> love rice. <laughs> Y'all love rice and it was something, something breaded. I can't remember what kind of bread snack it was. I want to say it was like in the hush puppy realm.
2: But that's oh. carb. I shouldn't have been eating that shit. It was, oh, it was
1: so bowl. good. It was what?
2: A fishbowl.
1: So good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, Sarita like what you made before.
1: Sorry. I love fish balls. That's <laughs> not <laughs> that. Oh, this sophisticated bitch. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's been all types of food everywhere, and then yeah. came and brought candies too, like yeah. this for the snack. And your mother bought that delicious ass cake. Oh my god! Yeah.
1: Listen, my mother can make the fuck out of a simple ass yellow cake. It is the greatest thing to get on your birthday. Like that yellow cake with that homemade icing, mm-hmm. bitch. Listen, and, and her fried chicken wings. That's that's everything. So yeah, I threw it all out the window, and that's when my bees started telling me, "Hey, hey, it's time to slow down," and That is better to me than going, I'm I'm not going to look at the scale. I don't, I'm not interested in what y'all to say to
2: me. Can you be, can you imagine stepping on the scale? It's too rude. No one has time for this rudeness. No one.
1: No one. No one. I don't even know why it's still in this house. You know, my husband doesn't need it because he's just losing five pounds a day. He's so comfortable being a vegetarian through the week. He works out twice a day. Like, you know, he's, he's having no issues here. Great. I'm very proud of him. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah so so that's like what I told Wumi was um the using the beads to track weight loss is really like getting a comforting or encouraging hug or high five from like a good girlfriend as opposed to the judgmental feeling that comes with the scale so that's what the beads thing is with the beads burpees and butters beads whatever the box (laughs) and so what I bring to the table is the kind of aromatherapy healing piece where it helps you create your ritual. Yeah, not even so much healing, but I want you to create a ritual. So, like some boxes will have candles and uh, body wash, for example, like the first one's definitely going to have that. And the candle is for creating your ritual either before. I mean, during or after your workout. So like for my workouts, when I'm really, really not in the mood, especially, I will light a candle for like the 5 a.m. So the smell, (laughs) excuse me, I can associate the smell. I use the Garden of Eden candle right now. Mm. And it creates like a positive, sexy experience. And it's similar to, to my ritual of having to put on my lipstick to make myself say, okay, you know, you can get up and you can do this. So I use that to create a ritual. And of course, it's just as appropriate. When you shower, you can have the lights out when you shower after your workout and really zone out and engage, right? And um, the body wash would be, you know, what you use after you work out. So you see how those those three components will always make sense together. That is the whole point of the beads, butter, and burpees. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to get used to saying that out loud. <laughs> but we've invested a lot. We've got we've got a logo. We've got branding um we've got a very sexy box coming out and it's going to play to all three of our strengths and we're very excited to present that did I cover everything
2: you did you did an excellent job
1: thank you thank you very much so that goes live um we and- release on April 1st
2: hey hey hey, hey. <laughs> and,
1: um, you will have it on the 15th so it'll you can sign up on the first of the month make your payment on the first of the month and you receive it or it goes out the door on the 15th of the month. That's and so we'll have a, um, just a variety of our top-notch products. Hey, come on. Yeah, and every, every in a jar product that goes in the box will be a scent unique to the subscription box. Um, it won't be something that is um, found anywhere else. So, you know.
2: And um, the beads there will be a special color it's um it's a what is it what's exclusive an exclusive color for the month Mm -hmm. for each box so yay to you if you get it yeah I saw the April it's really pretty thank you very much I like it extra large
1: (laughs) please be quiet as I (laughs) can i'm back in the game though bitch
2: i went walking today i went walking with aaron today who aaron the eac oh really yeah we had a walking date it was so cute oh that's so
3: nice yes oh nice
2: (laughs) and i was like you know what yes thank you walking date. let's go
1: did you go in um in your neighborhood or hers
2: in hers, and I, you know, I went up in the in the hills and things. Nice. We did about two and a half miles today. Wow. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, love Great. to walk.
1: Um, have you had any challenges and successes?
2: Um, <laughs> my challenge has been jumping back in the game, but I'm back, and I'm uh, I've got some things to the post office. Okay, bitch. Um, I have been beating. I'm getting more orders out tomorrow. So, you know, I'm getting these boxes together for next month. So um it, it, you know, it was a challenge, but we back in the game. We out here. That's beautiful. Also, the game is crazy. Oh, I I don't know what you said. I'm sorry.
1: It doesn't matter. Go ahead.
2: I said we're heading to Charlotte next week.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's going to be fun. I know you're ready to fuck it up in front of the camera again.
2: Please don't do this to me. What? Also. (laughs) Are we doing this? We're
1: not doing this. We're not doing this. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, I can't wait. I told her, I said, hey, girl, I'm bringing this bitch back. So I'll let you know the theme. (laughs) (laughs) I am ready. I'm so ready for this. Um, Let's see. Challenges and successes for me. um, mm -mm. I am in a season of challenge right now. And uh, my challenge is, number one, I have to... Um, what am I doing? Really, really, it's just one challenge. Uh, two challenges. <laughs> <laughs> one one challenge and a comment. But my my main challenge, transparently speaking, is my prices are not high enough. I have been faced with the reality of my decisions with my new levels of operating costs and scale up expenses. And I have spent the past week, I want to say, processing it, dealing with a lot of self-blame and emotional shit, you know, and I I haven't brought a whole lot of it to the chat because we've had like just a series of competing priorities in the chat. Right. But I I have had just like a lot of just kind of tears and balled up on the couch, needing a hug kind of thing. Just thinking through forgiving myself for, for my previous decisions. And um, now keep in mind, I'm explaining this and I know better. I know that I should not be blaming myself and stuff like that, but it's just uh, the feeling that I'm still working through. Um, and so I am going to make those changes um, effective April. But it's just like, I have to stop talking to myself about what I should have done when and let that go. I think that everything really does happen for a reason and by design. And I think this has happened this way to really get my attention, right? Um, The biggest gem that I got from Adama today was, and this is why I just just started losing it in that uh, session. but she said you cannot how can you level up and be your best self if you are so f- deeply focused on your flaws you can't have both it doesn't go both ways so um that hit home because while i'm doing all this leveling up this and that i also am not forgiving myself for my pricing structure and stuff and um it's not just the pricing it's just also the amounts of collaborations and freebies and stuff I do that just have not made any financial sense leading with my heart and not doing things that make sense for me um, have just put me in a position where I feel like okay you have to you have to re-examine all of this because the biggest thing is like wherever you go there you are So all of my shit, all my emotional shit, my baggage, my blind spots and stuff, it is here front and center in my business, just like it would be in my personal life if I was like super, super focused on that. So just like I have to deal with stuff in my personal, I have to make sure it's not bleeding into my business. Um, If I could do it all over again, I'd be super, super hard ass boundaries, et cetera. You know, similar to Angel, like she really didn't fuck around about those boundaries. Like it's like, hey, no, I'm not selling these products out of the store but here's what we can do making more decisions like that um it, that's a direction that I'm going to going to shift to or whatever um so it's a challenge but I really feel like with the level of anxiety I have and and the decisions that I am making and the investment that I am making constantly um into this business I feel like I am on the cusp of a major breakthrough. Um, even if it's just insight-wise, I do, I do feel like that is coming. And then the other thing that I want to speak to this kind of, a, it's more of an irritant than a challenge, is, um, you know, energy. So there was a customer the other day who, and this happens every now and then, where somebody will, you know, create a fake page or just jump out there in their real page or whatever and say something super wild in my comments, right? And then by the time you unpack it, it is not even close to the situation that is plastered on your page, right? Um, And my issue with it is that there are mechanisms in place for this level of communication if you need help. And I don't know how many times to say it. Uh, and I mean, I, I watch other entrepreneurs go through the same thing. But the fact that this lady responded to me the other day and was like, "I did I send you the screenshot where she was like, I, um, I knew if I did that, I would get a response. I was really upset, but I couldn't be mad at nobody but myself. I said, well, I responded to her. And... Uh I was so irritated with myself because I was like, you know what? I should have ignored her. But the way I read that looked like she sent an email a month ago with no response. So I DM'd her like, hey, like, what is this? Can you send me an actual screenshot of a message that went without response for 30 days? Like, I just need to understand so I can talk to the team. Because I have a relationship of trust with the team. I don't have a reason to not trust them. Right, but if something slipped through the cracks I can also understand that so let me just look into this and so come to find out that is not what happened the lady sent a message two days before and I have shared many times um if you send an email and it's something that they have to find out about from me they have to wait until they hear back from me that we're this is what the transition is they can't say oh, this was about a shirt, they can't come on and say, oh, well, we'll make sure the shirt gets to you um, in two days or whatever, they can't do that, because I order the shirts, I order the precise number and size of shirts that are, you know, like in that release, right, and I'm the only person that engages the manufacturer and knows the turnaround times, if it's even possible, whatever, so they tag me in the Trello, and they ask me the question, I try to check Trello Trello like every couple of days, but I am super focused on my work. So sometimes those things take time because I prioritize based on, you know, the Nikki shit that's on the table. So doing all of that over a two day wait was just, it was a lot. And, you know, there was another lady that spoke to me really crazy. And so I just blocked her. And so then she went to customer service. She told on me. This is a lady where, I, where she created a fake page and she was like, yeah, I've sent four emails with no answer. Da, da, da. So I DM'd her, I was like, hey, um, I don't know what your name is. I don't know what order this is pertaining to. Have you contacted customer service? And so she didn't like that I said that to her. And um, she screenshot that I said that and sent it to customer service to tell her me, well, what, they go, They go fire me? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just yeah. like, You Uh, pay this page, I don't see your name. I don't see your order number, but you're in my comments talking about you sent four emails that went ignored, right? So I DM'd her like, what are you talking about? Like, did this really happen? This sounds crazy. Because, you know, I'm on the line talking to them too and they're showing me the inbox. There are no unanswered emails in here. You know, they're not like me. Like, I I don't have a problem. Right now I'm looking at 46,219 unopened emails that I'll never see in my personal (laughs) (laughs) right but everybody doesn't operate like that they love reading email they made a career of it so you know that's their thing that's their performance metric so you don't have to do this kind of like gotcha shit um, to every entrepreneur you you engage and I know that you know the other side of this is that um there are entrepreneurs that you can't trust there are people that have hurt you I get it but it's all about energy Because the flip side is there was a lady that DM me and she was like, hey, this morning, she was like, hey, I um, I sent an email the other day. I didn't hear anything yet, but I placed an order for the butter experience, which was almost two months ago now. She's like, I placed an order for the butter experience. I didn't get my package. Um, I know you don't like DMs, but in case you see this, I just want to know if you can help me. So I came back and I said, good morning and thank you for reaching out before I jump in to help you, have you contacted customer service, I want to make sure that this is not a redundant effort. Because she said the butter experience, that's something from a very long time ago. That's like early February, I think it was. So I'm like, okay, I definitely want to help this person, because this is a very long fucking time ago. Was this package stolen? Um, is this kind of like a casualty of the new girls coming in and figuring shit out? Like, what? what is this? Let me jump in. And so she's like, oh, well, this is my order number. This is my name, blah, blah, blah. It was a whole polite experience. I said, look, I go to work at 12 o'clock and I'm going to hit you up and let you know. And um, so it turns out it wasn't a butter experience order. It was Evelyn's vanity and it was in route to her house. Mm. But the way that she engaged me in the DM was totally different energy than the people that I have to block and all of that. Um, Because the lady I blocked, like I, I was saying, she was upset and she asked for a refund for her purchases that were after that too. Which you know I had no issue with. <laughs> you better figure it out at Bath and Body Works. Do Girl, not be with that energy. But um, it's it's all about how you approach people. You got to treat people like human beings. But I am not. I'm not 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 a punching bag. I'm a punching bag enough on myself that I'm trying to work out of. I will not have it from strangers. I won't do it.
2: Um, and good for you.
1: Yeah, not over an eighteen dollar oh.
2: ball of honey. I'm not doing it those people who come at you crazy are not looking for help they're looking for attention Hmm. Um, and I hope that you can um direct them to customer service as they should be directed
1: yeah yeah and so you know the follow-up that Jen had with me after the lady told on me was so you blocked her? i said yeah i don't i don't have room for that you can't talk to me like that and she said okay well when uh going forward if people do stuff like that just tag Thumbprints prince instagram and we'll look into it until they can figure out how to govern themselves just tag us and don't let it mess with your piece and i said okay
2: that deal that's fine. Well, what's wrong with the blocking
1: <laughs> i don't see nothing wrong with it <laughs>
2: been blocking the fuck out of people i've been blocking like pregnancy real bitch oh, oh listen there's no one else i've never seen the <laughs> i've never seen anything like it nope <laughs> like her tone what tone she said hey she put too many exclamation points yeah. <laughs> i don't try to say <laughs> oh my god yes i, I, remember, I remember when um when she would
1: start seeing shit <laughs> and she would ask like why why did i block this person?" <laughs>
2: Like this, like, she was on a rampage. You wasn't having it from nobody. I swear, I don't know how we made it out. I don't know how we made it. Because the way she was going, you never knew. You did not know what was going to make her mad that day. No. And if, and if you made her mad, it's over. Relationship is done. <laughs> she don't want to see you no
1: more. No more. And don't bring the name up in the chat, bitch. Nope.
2: Don't do it. She don't know don't her no do more it. she don't know them no more yeah. <laughs> exactly but that's what I do
1: now ever since I had to shut down the um the Facebook group I've been really protective over who can engage me directly so um what's coming up for spring you got anything else coming up for spring beyond the box
2: um yes actually um I have, the the sets are coming out. I talked about them, I think last time we were here. The sets are coming, Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm excited about that. Um, I haven't figured out what to call them yet. Patrice, Patrice and I are are working on names.
1: What's some of the shit you
2: spitballing? Nothing of nothing of value yet.
1: (laughs) You know what? You should hit up Aaron, um, Zoe's mom. Oh yes, because that
2: that brain of hers.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, she rolled up on me at the shop like a week ago and was like, "You know, Nikki, I'm here to pick up an order, but I also have some ideas. Here's what you need. This is what you need to do for a black business box and a black love box. And so, the black business box, she was like, "Yeah." Um, take all of the sense that you make as collabs with other small businesses and put them into a <gasps> like she her mind just does that. You should hit her up and see what her ideas are. She loves it. She created moisturizing unbothered like it was nothing. I remember. Mm-hmm.
2: That fucking brain.
1: That brain. Yeah. She loves that. I don't think she gets to use her creative brain that much in her day job. So she really enjoys it in her downtime. Um, what I have coming up for spring is, um, I'm launching subscription boxes starting in April and, um, they will be variety boxes of five products every month. They will be priced, uh, between 100 and $150, depending on the contents of the box. Um, and we will start out opening up a hundred slots to see, um, how it goes and if we need to add more or remove or whatever. Um, But that comes out in April. And the main thinking behind that is just simplifying the order fulfillment process because it is a monster to have so many individual units of product and fulfill orders that way. Right. Um, It's much easier if there's, if everybody has the same identical box of shit. It was great to do on a smaller scale, but with the order volume that I have now, I'm looking at the, error margin and I believe it would eliminate it like even the the amount of customer service issues and shit um, would be reduced if everything is the same because there's some human error that I'm not going to fire people over like if you have um three pink cashmere and seven jackson and you get four pink cashmere and one Jackson. like That's going to happen because everything is so different. You you get used to looking at the invoices and stuff like that. And my observation, we got to remove the bottlenecks. Oh, I joined the product boss. Do you know anything about that? Yes. Yeah, I joined that. And um, it's really helping me be aware of the bottlenecks in my business. And they said it's typical for people at my specific phase of business to be the bottleneck and you have to start outsourcing help as much as possible. So I've taken that step by hiring Thumbprint, but I've still got to get the fuck out the way in a lot of other areas. Okay. Um, and so um, paying attention to the issues, like instead of changing the FAQs or changing policies about, you know, a specific issue that you keep having with your order, just, I mean, with with customer service complaints, just eliminate the issue. And so when you get the wrong thing or something is missing, um, I think we need to simplify it in the sense of just come to the retail space, do some private shopping or whatever. Um, But if you're gonna place an online order, it's just going to be the identical thing for everybody.
2: You're opening up retail space again?
1: Yeah. Yay. Yeah, so you know, with the a part of the lady's job description is to is to do that. Okay. So they'll be fine.
2: So okay, with the subscription boxes, are you not doing releases anymore?
1: I'm phasing them out.
2: Okay. Awesome. Congrats.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because I'm I'm like uh I need Zen and a jar to be working for me. I'm really, really tired of working for Zen and a Jar. You're
2: on your way, honey.
1: Yeah, like just being a slave to releases and shipping and just all of that. I have got to be, I think I'm exhausted with that part of it. Um, I would rather create and grow on hosts, like with my wholesale orders and retail shelves and stuff like that, shifting my focus to that part of the business model. Um, and the, um, oh shit, yeah. So ZIY. ZIY workshops, Zen It Yourself. Um, we'll be doing virtual workshops quarterly and um you can learn how to make body care products like quality body care products in your home oh in home care too um just based on shit in your kitchen and in your bathroom and so that'll be coming out in april as well
3: that's awesome! Congratulations.
1: thank you thank you bitch i'm trying to acquire this knowledge and make some changes
2: you're doing it, you're doing it.
1: <laughs> thank you so um kylie's GoFundMe. i don't even understand this phrase why would okay. she have what is is it kylie jenner or a different kylie
2: yes i was definitely about to ask like do you know who kylie is which kylie we refer? referring well she's the only one that i know anyway 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 um kylie's makeup artist or one of her makeup artists was in an accident and had some serious medical bills. Um, His like medical bills were at about $60,000, right? So um, she found out about it and found out that he had a GoFundMe. So she promoted his GoFundMe on her page and then like, so provided the link for it. And she um, donated $5,000 to it. Now this caused so, uh, somewhat of an uproar on the internet because people felt like, well, some people are saying, why would she promote the the GoFundMe as opposed to paying the entire um, sixty thousand? Because she she has it it shouldn't be an issue this is her makeup artist or someone um that is seemingly close to her so why wouldn't she just take care of it as opposed to asking um, people who don't have as much money as she does other people mm-hmm. are saying um it's her money she can do what she wants with it um she doesn't have to donate to anything and so th- that's what has been going on around on the internet.
1: So you guys are like weighing in on this, on what she should do, either way.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not. Sh- I'm not sure that it's changing her mind about anything. <laughs> right. Right. But yes there. There have been so many conversations around it.
1: I mean, I think Holly got boundaries, and that's how the rich stay rich.
2: Yeah. Um, th- that's true.
1: This ain't my job. I
2: but also, I will
1: use my platform to get you the support you need.
2: Um, that's true. Yeah. But I also think she could have just paid that thing and moved on.
1: She could have. I mean, she definitely wipes her ass with that amount of money. That's no secret but i mean you know this like like i said you know didn't she start out dating tiger he had some serious money issues and repossessions and shit like that she probably don't fuck around about her money
2: yeah what honestly what it told me is um i you know like this is my makeup artist but we we have a business relationship yep um like this is not my friend and I care and I want you to, you know, reach your goal, the goal that you've set to raise. And here is $5,000 towards it.
1: And I think $5,000 is a
3: fantastic. If I may say, if I was her, I probably would have donated my little minimal amount, my 5000 and I would have sent it to all my rich friends privately. I would not have posted it during a pandemic while everybody else is going through all of their shit I don't think I would have done that if I was her. You make a very good point.
2: I don't. I don't think that her concern was him making the money, because if it was about him making the money, she would have paid the whole thing. So I don't think it would have even occurred to her to say, "Oh, let me send it to other people that I know have a lot of money." Um, I think that it was tone deaf to ask. Well, no, I I can't even say tone deaf. Well, yeah, to ask people that, um, to Sarita's point, to ask people that you know don't have it as easily as they could have because, or as they once did, or whatever, maybe in a a tight situation because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And these are also the same people who give you money to have made you a billionaire. So you're asking them for more money when. You play around, like your your daughter probably has shoes or an outfit that costs this much money, right? So yes, it's your money and you can do what you want. Also, you you also have to be aware that people are going to look at you crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they don't live in reality. Remember everybody was mad
2: at Kim because she had like a yacht party or something
1: or took her family on a cruise ship during and the pandemic?
2: I'm so glad that I was able to spend this time with my family. I miss my family so much. I got everyone COVID tests so that we yeah. could all together on this private island.
1: Yeah, she, triggered, private she triggered everybody in the world.
2: <laughs> that was a flex, bitch. She flexed. Yeah, it
1: was. And, you know, rich bitches don't, they don't understand. They don't have to understand. They don't have to understand. She definitely could have just sent it to her rich friends like, you know, let's help this motherfucker out. But she, I don't think that the level of self or social awareness is readily available to you at that level
2: i don't think it exists ex- exists up there i don't think it does
1: yeah yeah i know like when i become a multimillionaire, i'm not hanging with you no more because i don't need nobody in my face being honest with me bitch
2: you're not you're not <laughs> hanging with who
1: you i need yes men in my face
2: who is you <laughs> <laughs> you must be talking about this blank screen this fourth this fourth <laughs> blank screen on the zoom here that's what you're talking I don't give a fuck. I don't give
1: a fuck if you a multimillionaire to or not. I'm not dealing with your level of honesty. Keep your unsolicited mayor. Oh, no, bitch. I'm in a fantasy land. <laughs> uh,
2: Mr. Al, if you don't get, if you don't open this door so I can come cuss this bitch out.
1: <laughs> I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. I'm going to keep you around to keep me real.
3: <laughs> in
2: your gold helicopter.
1: Oh, bitch solid gold bitch
2: <laughs> and we're not even gonna fly it we just gotta take pictures in it first of all Larry and I had a whole conversation about this <laughs> about you and your gold helicopter I, I was like Larry, but where where is a solid helicopter going it's not getting off the ground where's it going
1: it don't have to we gonna have brunch on it and stunt <laughs> I'm taking business meetings you think I don't think about this a lot I think about it inside, a lot
2: inside the, the helicopter yeah Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what? When you have the money, when you have the money, you can do what you want. Yeah, like I just really, I think,
1: like the music that resonates with me most is like the Hot Boys and Big Timers. Oh my god! Like I really love listening to that shit. It resonates so hard. I listen to like, especially you know the whole shit like. Drinks on me, gas tank on eat, like all that's me all
2: day. It definitely is.
1: Yeah, I love it. It's a lifestyle. So, putting your seatbelt.
2: Can I tell you that um, I went to Truth came and picked me up. We went out to eat the other day, right? Uh huh. And I was looking at his um, gas meter, and the shit was on but he picked me up, right? And I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna stop for gas. <laughs>
1: I hate people like you.
2: So I didn't say anything. And you know why I didn't say anything? Because I deal with motherfuckers like you, right? Who, who feel attacked when you <laughs> ask them, Like, is are we safe? <laughs> light been on. The car has been on and this light been on. Are, are we all right? <laughs> so I didn't say nothing. So then we driving around going to different places. I'm I am concerned because this <laughs> light. It's just on. He he knows his car. Listen, he brings me back home. I said, hey, do you, now that I'm home and I'm safe, do you have any plans? Wait, y'all never stop for gas? Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you have any plans to get some gas? It was like, I mean.
1: Sometimes it's no time and sometimes it's too cold. Those those are my biggest things with the gas station.
2: Well, my argument is how much colder will it be when the car don't start? <laughs> when the car stops. <laughs> how cold is it gonna be this?
1: When you i to- be honest with you, I almost ran out of gas today, bitch. I got down to two
2: miles. Selena.
1: This morning I got up, I left the house, and it was, uh, it was at ten miles. No, it was at twelve miles. And I'm like, okay. I work at exit eleven. Oh my god. I live at exit seventeen. Looks like we have enough gas. So, <laughs> so I drove to work. I parked. I was fine. And then um, I needed to go on a Target run to um, get some more packing tape. Went to Target. So
2: you, to tar- you passed that gas station and went to Target?
1: I forgot how low on gas I was. And so I start the car. I'm driving. I get a block down. I'm like, oh, shit. We don't really have gas to fuck around. Well, we already almost at Target. So
2: I went to Target. There You pass how many gas stations do you pass? How many? (laughs) Like legit pass. Like it's it's two right at my job. There's the royal farms right right here. here. So you don't even have to make a left if you don't need to. You can just keep driving on that same side of the street. (laughs) Oh, all right. This is what I'm saying. But I didn't ask him. Into, you know, I didn't even ask him. He's the one who said something to me. He was like, yeah, I probably need to get some gas. I was like, I'm so glad you brought that up because what is <laughs> happening <laughs> what, Why are you comfortable with this? The light is on. I can see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, like I said, it's never honestly been something that I'm into. It just hasn't.
2: I've met you. We have been in this friendship game a very long time. A very long
1: time. It's true. I was at my mother's house on E one time. I had gotten down to... We, we were at a club or something. We were at some party. And I um got to my mother's house and it went all the way to zero miles. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm staying at my mother's house tonight. And I found this app where they come and they put gas in your car. I, I can't remember what the name of it was, but I remember my sister was disgusted with me rightfully so
2: She <laughs> rightfully so because and also i want everyone to know since we're on the topic um this girl will stop at the finally stop at the gas station and i, I promise you she will put like 12 dollars in the tank
1: i gotta go i gotta go <laughs> i gotta go
2: <laughs> i mean, okay. like that's enough i have been out the car for long enough
1: bitch i remember the first time the first of many times that i noticed al being disgusted with me and this is when and i i'm sure he probably had told you but when i didn't have a car and i used your car to go on a date with him one day in leesburg and um i went to the gas station and that pump went to like 35 and i jumped out and started fussing and i said that's that's enough gas that's enough and he was like well hey don't don't you have your friend's car? Like, don't you want to fill our tank up? And I was like, hey, 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 boundary. This is enough gas. He was disgusted. I will never forget his face when he thought I didn't see him.
3: <laughs> I will never forget. Because you're a psychopath.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was real mad. Remember I don't know. It just seemed like a bit much.
2: Remember we went to um Philly? no. Oh, y'all want to talk about that? All right. No, we'll- no because Sherelle went live with some shit. i talking
1: about I had people in my DMs talking to me about the importance of going to the gas station. <laughs> Bitch, I was pissed watching them numbers go up. You were,
2: you were hot. Talk about it's already at 19. Dollars, y'all. Dollars, $19. Yeah. $19. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's honestly it's it is my father's fault there are so many ways in which i was spoiled and just not really prepared for the real world even as an adult because that's <laughs> something he would always take care of and even his father when you go out to virginia he would walk across the street he had a gas station right across the street from their house and he would walk across the street and fill your car up before you go home check your oil and all of that, like, you know, so for me, I'm like, mm, I don't know how important this is to me. I'd rather get a new car than have to deal with all this
2: when you don't get yeah. your oil. And I never experienced that. That was never... <laughs> that was... Wasn't nobody filling up my tank. <laughs> you just won't have anything inside of <laughs> if you don't do it yourself. So...
1: <laughs> yeah, so i think really what it is is just my mind kind of regresses to that like oh anything i do is a chariot on top for the car <laughs> but he's my father's not here so nothing is happening
2: <laughs> lord have mercy
1: um okay so i don't know what happened with sharon osborne but i did like the question do you have any general rules for dealing with white women <laughs> i love that question and i do but okay. what happened with sharon osborne
2: yep. all right so sharon osborne is on one of them talk shows on cbs i don't know what it's called because it doesn't matter right? right um i mean okay that's dismissive but also i don't care about the show so um so so you know uh, th- uh you heard about the oprah interview with harry and megan the former royals okay yeah so Piers morgan um went on his, whatever his morning show is the day after the oprah interview aired and he just was anti-megan as he has been for many many years mm-hmm. um, and um he's so he's been anti-megan and he said some derogatory things and one of his uh one i don't i don't think this person is a co-host but he is someone who um is on the
3: he was the weatherman
2: oh okay so he's the weatherman okay so mm-hmm. he expressed himself and how he was disappointed in peers for the things that he has said about megan and um he didn't understand why Pierce would say these things and like why he would have a reaction about someone um, calling him out on his on the comments that he's made towards Megan when he goes so hard on Megan, right? Mm-hmm. Pierce then and left. Like he left his own show, the morning show. Like he walked out.
1: Oh, he Oops, didn't find so. spot being called out. Did not. Okay.
2: Um so Sharon Osborne on the this uh lady talk show that she's on on c b s says that she doesn't understand why people are upset with peers and she doesn't think that his comments are anti uh black or about racism and um she kind she goes off in 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 the way that white women tend to do
1: there's some th- okay I'm sorry go ahead
2: so she was talking to um Oh, God. What is this lady's name? Cheryl Underwood? Is it Cheryl Underwood? Okay. Cheryl Underwood, who's another host on this lady talk show on CBS. Um, oh, I know what lady talk show you're talking about. I
1: think it's called The, the Talk. There are it's so called many. The View or The Chew. One of the... One oh, of, it, I know what you're talking about. Though. It's called The
3: Talk.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, I like Wumi's title. Um, lady Talk Show on CBS. And we would like to um, just put that the canon with <laughs> Married to Doctors. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was the greatest renaming of a show, Married to Doctors. Know
2: oh, exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about this is the lady talk show on CBS. Not the lady talk show on ABC or on Fox. This is the lady talk show on CBS. <laughs> 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 <Shut up. laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so look, so Sharon Osborne goes off on Cheryl Underwood and basically, and demands, starts yelling, explain to me how Pierce is racist. Explain to me. Explain to me now. And you better not cry. I don't want to see you cry because if anyone is cry- should cry, it's me. Yes. Yes, the fuck she did. Yes, the fuck she did.
3: And she was actually defending herself too because people were calling her racist for taking up her peers. So she was also asking, how am I racist? Because I'm defending my friend.
2: Oh, God. Right. Okay. So. Oh, God. So a really great job of maintaining her composure. Um, I... I don't know that maintaining composure was what needed to be done but she did a really great job of maintaining her composure and um trying and explaining how people could see peers as racist okay and see her reaction to peers as racist
1: okay okay there are so many layers to this. On. I'm still on. Did you say that she told
2: yes, her, she you yes, better not? And when I say that she said, you better not, I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, thank you for sharing what happened there. That is really, okay. So general rules for dealing with white women. Um, you, you deal with more white women intimately than I do so I'll just go first quickly okay um I have I have a certain level of padding like I I know that there is a chance something crazy could be said so I have a certain level of just when I say padding I mean patience and emotional mental preparedness for something wild to be said so that I don't just fly off the handle when it when it is like I I had a lot of it in my government career when I would do something I would complete something successfully at work which was my standard and my old boss Oklahoma would be like you go girl like she would do that every time I hated it so much. And so only one time I said, do I talk like that? And it shut it down. I wasn't nasty, but it made her cry.
2: Oh, of course it did.
1: So that kind of let me know like, okay, so I got to know that I'm walking into this with a little more social awareness than this person. So... I've got to be intentional about what I let upset me and what I know they just haven't been exposed to in terms of open and honest communication about what is and isn't offensive. Like, they, you know, they're able to be protected in a bubble. And so I, I learned to not resent them for it or attack them for it, but just have a certain level of space, a certain level of space between myself and my emotional investment in what they have to say sometimes. Some of, some of them, not all of them.
2: Um, okay. Um, for me, I have, I've been in a situation where someone who, um, called themselves a friend did something to throw me under the bus at work. So I already understand that, you know, co-workers are not friends. Mm Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i don't think i had the full understanding at the at that time mm-hmm. um or I, maybe i was just giving people you know, the benefit of the doubt you but lo- you love that oh okay are we are we are we delving into this or
1: we might after the fact because i got questions about the shirt that you have on i'm just waiting What what questions you got about my shirt you got a lot of nerve wearing that shirt.
2: Oh, because, okay, everyone. My, my shirt is from A Meaningful Mess. And my shirt says, first of all, watch your tone. And I am wearing it because it's something that I say. What your good friend um, Zen in a jar is saying is that this applies to me and i don't deny it so now what when what else so, what, what is this lady
1: wearing like she needs to turn that shirt inside out it settles worse to herself all the time
2: it's fine <laughs> I, I understand that my tone can be trash and it has been trash from time to time since i was able to speak what do we do <laughs> <laughs> how do we move forward so what do we do now When Diddy comes, what are you going to say? What are you going (laughs) to (laughs) say?
1: Bitch, Aaron, Aaron said something that Laurier said like a couple months ago and I died. I said, Aaron, you know, I get this joke because Wumi and I will never forget making the band.
2: Never. Never never forget. (laughs) Always. It will always live within us. Always. I said, bitch, we say at least once a week <laughs> when Diddy comes, what are you gonna say? Lorianne <laughs> did not get it, bitch. She didn't understand. Boom, boom, cack, bitch.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We have we have definitely gone on a tangent from your approach to white women.
2: Who is what? I no, I I know. why people are calling me during the zoom we on zoom i can't talk
1: yeah you're like joe Budden. he answers the
2: calls during the podcast wasn't your phone doing some things what all right um what was i even talking about oh okay so white ladies in the office or white ladies period okay so white ladies and a lady tried to um throw me under the bus when an opportunity was presented for her to I guess to what she felt like would be um a step up for her and she felt like she had to throw me under the bus in order to get it so when I learned about that when I when all of that came to light I just said okay these are these are the kind of people I have to keep my eye on. And um, I cannot, I don't feel like I can give my full trust to.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The The hardest, the most eye, eye-opening white woman experience for me has always been in the workplace. Because they will smile at you, bitch. They will buy you a cake for your birthday and write you the fuck up like nobody's business
2: like you're a stranger
1: Yep, and then you have a question about it you are attacking them like i i learned a lot about navigating them throughout my internship career especially i i learned early on that i was a very special token black until i got too close to um going to the next level Mm. and then i would get held back like I remember Diana used to hold my promotions, like a like dangle a carrot in front of my face, um, and say, "Oh, well, if you do this and this and this, uh, you know, then I might think about it." Like it was just really I learned to play the game, but again, I don't miss that shit at all. I do not miss that shit at all. Um, but it, it helps me in, in real life to function with them for sure. <clears throat> um but one of your approved best friends is a great white woman you know I so it's it's not all of them
2: no definitely, definitely not, definitely not all. but also um there was there's a pudding with her you know
1: uh-huh
2: um and that she has she has shown me so many times over so many years that she is for me.
1: So um, do you have thoughts on white women or do you want to talk about?
2: I mean, I'm sick of Sharon Osborne. I think that. Um,
1: I can't believe she's still alive.
2: I, I, I was so so they they paused the show. They put the show on hiatus for a couple of episodes because they were trying to figure out what to do. And what? then and yeah, because yeah, they were trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, I was. Pete used to be on the show and she came oh, out. God, I miss her so much. How's she doing? I think she's great. I think she's doing well. I so, working, like I'm sorry, that
1: made me very happy.
2: So, she commented and she said something like basically, yeah, Sharon is problematic in this way. Um, and it's been a long time coming because holly has been off the show for a while and what she said is that basically she she realized that um this white lady was part of the reason that she was fired from the show or that she had she was released from the show
3: Uh uh-huh
2: and so osborne posted a letter that holly sent to her at some point like hey thank you for your support and then um someone else was like Actually, this letter came before she realized that you were part of the problem. So, what, what about the letter that came after this? Where's that? Post that one.
1: Yeah, and you know, I remember when uh, Kelly Kelly Osborne
2: was that her name? Yes, the yes.
1: She had some. She said some wild racist shit. Yep. Before and I knew, I knew off break. I was like, oh, this, this is from home. So, like, hearing this story doesn't surprise me at all. What surprises me most, like I said, is that I did not know she was still with us. <laughs> and gamefully employed, bitch, did not know.
2: Listen, she's over here causing problems. Go back, go. Mm. Please go back, because you know they're
1: super racist in England.
2: Yes, and they she they 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 try to hide it under classism or um, not is it not class is yeah the classes so we're higher class than you so I, it's not that i dislike you because you're different colors because you right. don't have any money
1: yeah you don't drink the right tea mm-hmm i get it you guys know wumi thinks she's the fucking queen of england she has to get up early and drink her tea i'm done i'm done Derek jackson
2: <laughs> so Okay. I stopped putting, um, I stopped putting anything against, not anything against. I stopped saying like, Oh, this man wouldn't do that. Cause you never know what any person will do at any time. Uh-huh. Derek Jackson is a man who kind of started. He, he started his following his um, Instagram presence by basically scolding men into acting properly or, you know, doing the things to make their women happy as opposed to doing the the things that make them happy. So he he has made comments about, um, it's not hard to be faithful. And if you feel like you can't be faithful, then, you know, just leave your woman alone or, you know, let her go be with someone else. Um, You know, black women are queens. A lot of black men, black um cis what is it straight men do not like Derek jackson because they they call him a simp they feel like he's just doing it to get attention from women he yes yes coonin and and Mm simping well this is
1: good
2: jackson say it again
1: I don't know if cooning is cooning is appropriate appropriate slur for you to use.
2: I Given. Can you, can you <laughs> just <laughs> seriously?
1: Me, I'm, right. to I'm too old to change.
2: <sighs> okay, I guess I guess I'll I'll stay around anyway. In spite, of bitch. I don't. Okay. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. He, I saw some of the videos of him cooning out here.
2: Derek, so so this week it has been um publicized that this man has been cheating on his wife t- to the point that he is having sex with these women in his marital bed, bitch. Listen, you guys, okay, let's just have an honest conversation
1: with everybody. We cannot continue to put these internet people on pedestals. And I think we really fucking confuse people and fuck them up when we call them goals and all of that. They start rocking with their own hype. I had never heard of this nigga until today. And just from what I saw, I said, okay. So he got real hype off his notoriety and then still decided to do smoke and mirrors.
3: Really quick, I just want to read you um, Kia's tweet. This was about an hour ago. Which so, Kia, Dr. Kia, or- Dr. Kia? This is okay. Dr. Kia. So, praise the Lord, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Derek Jackson just posted a reaction video for his own, for his own video where he speaks of himself in the third person. He attributed the backlash he's receiving to women idolizing him and putting him. On a pedestal, all wrapped in the video with a fifty percent off code for his new book. Okay, so okay. he's blaming us for for putting him on that pedestal.
1: I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. See, when we this is the shit I be talking about. Like, it's we. We have to show them that we don't need to be married to them. They are wilding the fuck out out so
2: here. Here's the other piece of it. Did you see the video of him and, and his wife?
1: Yeah, she on a bonnet.
2: Yes, and he, or something. There was something on her head. I, I don't know if it was, uh, who knows what, I don't know. Okay. Uh, that shit bothered me too. It bothered me too, because guess what? You were not holding your wife's motherfucking hand when you was dipping your penis across the county. You were not, right? So if you want to issue an apology, number one is the apology needs to be to your wife, not to us. So if you, you want to videotape the apology that you give her, then do that. Then you can, after that, you can apologize to the people the people who believed in you and believed what the fuck you were saying, but you do that on your own, one-on-one. You do that sitting by your motherfucking self. You sitting there holding this woman's hand so goddamn tight. Like, like that was her good hand. That's the hand that if she jabbed you, it's gonna hurt. That's that's how the fuck he was holding on to that hand.
3: Uh-huh. That lady
2: there, like there, like, um, almost like she was in a daze. Like, are, are you okay, girl? You Yeah,
1: right? she had an edible.
2: Do you, are you leaving? Were you in the middle of a nap when he told you that you had to come down for this? What the fuck he, is going on?
1: He definitely told her she had to come down for this.
2: Well, maybe she she was like, well, I got to do this so that I can um, fool him into thinking I'm staying for when I move the shit out. Because I'm getting the fuck out of here. Because why are you embarrassing your, your wife like this? Why, why would you do this?
1: Because of the smoke and mirrors and the hype. I was disgusted. I was really disgusted by what I saw. Because my whole thing is, in the age of social media, who doesn't know that anything can get aired out? Don't get on here preaching about shit. Bitch, you know what the fuck I do? I get on here and I preach about self-care and fucking lotion, bitch. That's it. But I am not giving marital advice or you know how to be this how to do that because I still have shit I have to learn you know what I'm saying I'm I'm not ever going to present myself as an expert or create videos judging other people because I saw um I saw a video he did about like Kevin Hart or something and he we didn't need his apology or the apology isn't enough all that you don't need to weigh in if you got multiple bitches, if you are also Kevin Hart. Why would you even like open the door to this? You're bringing it to your doorstep. How did he get out of like did one of the side bitches get mad or like how did that what was the origin of this?
2: Um so I'm not too sure about that. I one of it came from one of the side girls. But okay. after, after she like exposed him, another woman came out too.
1: Oh, shit. Like on some old, your husband is cheating on us? Your husband is cheating on us? Oh, my God. So. Why would he do
2: that? Why would he do that? Because there was one lady at first, and I think he was going to try to pretend that it wasn't real or, you know, like move past it or maybe just not even say yeah, anything. You no,
1: know, We had sexual conversations, but I never had sex with her. I I heard that. And then that changed in the next video I saw. Because why are you lying? That's the initial lie on old. Okay. you can't prove it.
2: Yes, and then when that next lady came yeah. out, it was, oh, okay, all right, all right, okay. So, I don't know if more women are coming out or what, I don't know. But, sir, why? Why? Why would you Im- also ladies, Why do you feel the need if, because if you stay with him or not, it's nobody's business. If that, if that's what makes you feel good, if you feel like that's the best move for you and your children, then you do what you feel is best, right? I'm not here to pass judgment on that. My question is about leave. Why do you feel like you have to sit with him during his press conference, press conference? What is, what, what are you doing but other than embarrassing yourself? What are you doing in that press conference? Why are you sitting there as he explains to the world what he's been doing to you, what he's been lying to you about? Why are you sitting there with him? Why do you feel like you have to support him through that? That's, those are the answers that I want. And it's not, um, it's not even like, a, I'm not, I'm not judging you. I just don't understand. Help me to understand. I think,
1: well, I know I can't speak to it because when that, when I've experienced that I just disappear and you basically died. So I will not be holding your hand on YouTube in front of your smartphone or your tripod thing. I will not be doing that. You have to figure it out. I mean, you really can't even say like, you can't even say, you know where Nikki is. But one of the most iconic, for me, one of the most iconic looks and like body language stances for me is Vanessa facing Kobe. Because like she was there, she looked gorgeous. She was looking directly at him as he was talking to the audience, but you could still see, I was like, oh, she's going to make him pay for this. Oh, that bitch.
2: Did you see the ring ring she had on during the press conference? Yeah. Like this motherfucker has already been begging. Don't worry about it. And yes, I'm here. I'm here. But I'm not holding, I'm not, this is not a supportive move. I'm not rubbing his fucking back, bitch. Yes. What the fuck? Have to say. Let me hear what you gotta say to these people because I'm I'm still ready to chew your fucking head off.
1: And you know I'm cursing y'all in Spanish as soon as we get back in the limo.
2: And Italian and all of the and Portuguese too. And bitch, we- all of the fucking languages. My no, closet, no, 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 no. I need I need a whole new closet, bitch. Add to it, double it up. Yep. Buy two of everything.
1: I really, I really loved it. I will never forget that look because we have the same favorite side. She was just like,
2: "I hate you so much."
1: I'll never forget it. Um, but yeah, I don't,
2: I don't know I've, that lady. She's probably oh, oh, also, also, also Kobe and Vanessa were much younger than this Derek Jackson and whatever this wife situation is. And I'm not excusing like I'm not excusing his behavior. I'm also not judging anyone because you stay where you want to stay. That's your own business. But I need to understand this. I am supporting you as you embarrass the fuck out of me. That's what I need to understand. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as you embarrass the fuck out of me. Um, I mean, the bottom line with that is like not, nothing on the internet is real. None, none of these internet people are real. Don't put them on pedestals. Don't go to them for advice. Go to the internet for entertainment. Look at it as just entertainment, because you guys had him under kind of pressure where he go felt to like social he...
2: media for entertainment. Go, go to go to social media for entertainment.
1: Yeah, what did I say?
2: Um, you said go to. You Harley. said go. To, I don't know. I don't know. I've been drinking. Yeah, been drinking. yeah. I, I agree with what you but just said. Yeah, for sure is is for entertainment. Um. The internet is for everything. Go learn some. You could research some things, but you know, go to like reputable sites for true information. Social media is for entertainment. Um, and while we're on that, do you know about this whole Sweetie Quavo shit? Sweetie
1: is on Grownish. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. That's, that's what. what I got.
1: Okay. I think she's pretty and she has a song um, given Back to the Streets.
2: Back to the Streets, yeah? Yeah. Well, um, Sweetie is back in the streets. She and Quavo are officially broken up.
1: Quavo and Karuchi are not together?
2: No. Karuchi uh, has been with um Oh God! One of them um, dancing Negroes from the the Giants, the formerly on the Giants. I can't think of that boy's name. But Wait. that's a very long time. A very long time.
1: Karuchi and Quavo never dated. Um
2: she nope. was with Amigo. What's the other one? She was with one of them, but it was a it was for a short time and a, a long time ago.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. Please proceed.
2: Excuse me. Okay. So for the past couple of years, probably like two years, Sweetie and Quavo have been together and been really cute on the internet. And he has been like um, adoring her. Like he, what it looked like on the internet was um, this, I'm listening, I have to go Google Quavo real quick. It, it looked like he was just fully adoring her and he loved her so much. And um they were together. Stop it, stop it. You stop it.
1: <laughs> oh man. So oh gosh, she's so pretty.
2: She's so pretty. She's so pretty. And her body is sickening. She's this beautiful little girl or young girl, just you know, being adored on he he lavished her with all types of gifts and um birkin bags and cars and all types of shit, right? So this weekend, she announced that she was single because, um, and I'm paraphrasing. I, okay, I can't even paraphrase. Basically, she was saying that he cheated. She put up with too much shit and she's done with it. Uh, they have been broken up for a while or she had already broken up with him in her mind for a while, but they're officially broken up and that's the end of it, right? Okay. Quavo responds with some future-ish um, tweet Saying something like, All right, well, you know, you're not the woman I thought you were, but um take care. I'll I'll be the bad guy, take care. Or not take care. What did he say? Like, you know, be well, it's over, good luck. And she just responded with take care.
1: Yeah, I mean, just from the looks of this gentleman, he looks like future half class
2: of 2020 He went and repossessed the the bentley that he gave her he gifted her a couple months ago
1: he's, so he's keeping it classy okay yeah.
2: yes so so she's not the girl that you thought she was because she told everyone you cheated when you cheated <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to understand <laughs> like <laughs> so she's not loyal because you cheated and she told the world and what where <laughs> what is the problem you here told what everyone
1: you cheated because you cheated <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm so irritated with them uh, let me tell you something black men need to have a meeting they need a convention and they have got to figure this shit out and they cannot ego stroke. They need to really sit with one another and have some honest conversations. Bitch, do you hear me? They're not gonna do it. They need to, they're imploding because we are, we are in a goddamn renaissance. I keep saying it because it's true. Black women are in a renaissance. We've been on the cusp of this renaissance since YouTube when we all connected and learned how to do natural hair.
2: Something is in the fucking air. Because these motherfuckers are losing their shit.
1: They're losing their shit. We don't need them. And, and they're realizing it.
2: And they, and they feel like
1: they acting imploding. Exactly, right? Like, they're realizing it. They're, they're fucking imploding. Just like white people. White people started imploding with all this racist shit. When like, when their skirt was lifted. And they had to deal with all of this in America. Like, I, I think that black men also have to deal with their toxic shit. Because there's a few of them that are, you know, really good and decent and can handle a powerful woman and stuff. But the ones with the toxic, the toxic genes, they just, they're fucking imploding out here. For him to even say that shit is just, I'm so disappointed in this young man. I don't even know him. I like that that song, T-shirt though. The uh, Migos song. Mama told me something, go to work. Da, 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 da. like I like it's catchy Okay. That's going, you know what I'm talking about oh, I don't know I could be wrong um, Raekwon and Ghostface Killer did you
2: watch I didn't watch I jumped in for a couple minutes here and there um, I Cold know that's the New York roots I like it <laughs> I just you know I had, to, I had to just jump in and say what's going on let me see what you niggas is doing oh all right all is well. Um not listening to this for two and a half hours. Yeah.
1: I'm not a Raekwon fan at all. So Why? I, I wasn't gonna be able to do it. I don't know, he's never been of interest to in me. I was always a huge Ghostface
2: fan. I love it cause-, it. cause what? Is it cause he's cute? Um
1: I, I I'm trying to think of how to say this. I met him and it wasn't his best time in life so that's not
2: what it is <laughs> I
1: don't know what to, what to say But you know I used to work at Willie's so I used to meet a lot of people that were celebs at that time
2: do you want to tell people what Willie's is or what Willie's used to be oh God, Willie's CDs records and
1: tapes I worked at the one in um, in Greensboro, North Carolina when I went to Bennett. And then when I came home from Bennett, I worked at the one at Howard um, on Georgia Avenue.
2: I remember mm-hmm. that one at Howard. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, everyone remembers that. Well, everyone who was in school around the time that we were. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <remembers>. <laughs> yes, but you had to physically go to a store to buy music. And if it was sold out, it was sold out.
2: And the drop day was Tuesday. Yep. Wow.
1: Yeah, that shit was very real back then. And so, like I said, I loved him. I love that album with Shay Shay Lagos. I love, yeah. I assume that's how you pronounce it. So yeah, I was a big fan of his because he was very creative and he would just kind of say wild shit. I enjoyed that. Um, but Raekwon, he just seemed kind of like, you know, just small and serious, boring.
2: Raekwon is the one who will kill you.
1: Oh, see? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't give it a chance. His album artwork just didn't resonate with me.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, Raekwon is like, (laughs) did you see all the pockets he had on his pants?
1: I did not see the event.
2: He had, it was like leather leather cargo pants oh god but with like when i no, i'm trying to tell you each pant leg had at least six pockets
1: what are you talking about
2: okay i want you to
1: excuse me i'm gonna
2: go i was about to say please please google his outfit because you think i'm joking and i want you to count the pockets that you can see and they were leather pants. Please tell me you find a, You have found an image. Oh. Oh, God. Hey, there it is. It's there. She found it. How many pockets? Woo me! <laughs> How many pockets? Who this First of all, don't play with Ray Kwan and his fashions. I know. I don't want him to come shoot me or nothing, but God damn. Did you watch the Wu-Tang story on Hulu? Did you watch that? Can I be honest? You don't care. You don't care. No, I watched one episode, but I got bored. Should I give it another
1: chance? Is it like Game of Thrones, where it gets good after the first episode?
2: I, I don't know that. I don't know if you will like it or not. I know that I enjoyed it, but I also I liked Wu Tang. Okay, well then watch their origin story or part of their origin story on that show.
1: Okay. All right. So, show- so it does
2: get better. I, I, i can tell you that the show
1: was good okay i'll watch it also shout out to dave blango who left us oh me saying really mm-hmm. yeah um i think it was it was the album with triumph on it, it was two cds and jizz's liquid Swor- swords album we listened to, we listened to that a lot but yeah so he put me you know how some people just come in your life to um give you good music shout out to Blair and Fella Kuti that was a game changer but yeah um that's how I learned about Wu-Tang but my favorite of them was always um ODB why was
2: ODB your favorite
1: because he would sing and just have so much fun and not take himself seriously bitch I love that so much. I
2: love his freedom he did not take himself seriously. And you could tell that <laughs> the story on Hulu bitch. Like I was like, oh, so he really was like this his whole life. Like <laughs> this Okay, yeah,
1: I gotta go back and watch it.
2: This was okay. not Joe. Okay. All right, got it.
1: Yeah, the only the only television recommendation that you have given me that really makes me look at you sideways, and it's not even it's not even your fault fully is a million little things and what you the know, fuck is happening
2: that's fair they are
1: running ideas bitch very fast
2: that um i feel like honestly i feel like i gave it a real chance because it was on thursday night
1: yep and that makes sense that's fair
2: I really, I really did. Because I can't, I cannot stand by the show. I can't give you a full, oh, this show is so good. I give you, I'm watching this show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and right now, I just, like, I only bumped into it. It caught me because I was emotional. Spoiler alert. Shout out to DeLuca. Hi
2: listen did I put it in the group because I watched that episode and I said I, the first thing I thought was Sarita what the fuck is happening on this tv show what is happening on this tv show because I know they didn't just do this why would they do this they didn't even give him a chance <sighs> Are you, I, happy- no,
1: you know I love good death
2: Oh, I was going to say, so you're you're happy about
1: it. When Meredith wakes up and realizes DeLuca is dead, bitch. And she's like, oh, he was just on the beach with me. No, he wasn't. Please shut up.
2: Please. <laughs> oh, so why, why does she she gets the priority of visits? What is happening here? These people don't want to visit nobody else?
1: You know what I think? I don't know. But what I appreciate about these beach scenes is like it's her subconscious and conversation she's probably hearing around her that are seeping into this. Yeah, that it makes me it makes me appreciate the writing again. I mean, nothing tops Georgie's death, but it makes me appreciate the writing.
2: They killed um, the and you talking about you appreciate the writing.
1: Yeah, you well, you already know. I'm watching to see who dies next.
2: Okay, well, I feel like there are other people that could have died instead. Um, Do you care about DeLuca? I like DeLuca. Oh. I, you know what? I think he's cute. He's a cute little Italian little brother. Even, you know, annoying because he's a little brother. But I thought he was a cute little thing. They can take... um. What's the one the one who just had the baby with uh the boy from Nashville she's one of the sisters oh Nashville the show oh my god Amelia. Uh, yeah she could go it's all right you can he, you can. he is sick of her too he is uh, he is and he wants to go see his his best friend drunk and his best friend was just trying to get um you know get some more dicks he him and joe
1: need to just be together
3: well joe. you know uh april's coming back what what yeah they announced it on instagram maybe like two weeks ago so i was waiting oh, for her to appear on this our episode, nation's, Zero, yeah, bitch. Our nation's hero.
2: what is she about to do on this show i don't know All
1: right. That's not a bad addition. You like April? No, I like what she brings to the table because, you know, she brings that whole, I left, I went to the military, blah, blah, blah. Who is she about to come back as? Is she going to start fucking with Owen? Because, you know, he not fucking with Teddy no more. He is done with
2: Teddy. And what's his face is done with Teddy too? Teddy, I told you to just tell me you never loved me so I can move on, bitch. And you couldn't even do that. You couldn't love me proper. Also, when I tell you to leave me alone properly, you can't do that. What the fuck? What are you doing here? What? what why are you here?
1: Teddy has some unresolved childhood issues, man. She's she's waiting on her parents to apologize. Every, everyone who is showing up crazy in my space these days is just waiting on their parents to apologize. Like, ever, ever since I saw that Facebook post, I said, oh, okay. What Facebook
2: post?
1: That's right. You have been rightfully checked out. But I saw something that said, "Do children deserve apologies from their parents?" And I said, "Hell yes!" I wrote about it. I had to tag my mom in my comments so that people didn't read it and think I was attacking my mother. Because I just, you know, I had thoughts about it about how children are—they um, already they're going to have enough baggage with this whole pandemic shit. And so now that our generation has the tools, we can apologize to these niggas. Instead of like holding on to our ego and doing the whole stay in a child's place kind of thing. Because the stay in a child's place thing is not really, it's not healthy. Speaking of, bitch, this Aretha Franklin shit, are you watching that? Bitch. 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 (laughs) Bitch, I had heard that that was her father's baby. What have y'all heard? Because I I was surprised they even touched it because it was so super hush-hush about that baby.
2: So so you know that um a couple years after she died they came across some letters some handwritten letters that she had to speak to different situations in her life and one of them spoke to the father of her two children that she had 12 and 14 I believe oh my god and they're both by the same man that i believe she came across through the church i need more information cool. i mean there's a lot but this this fucking series has me pulled all the way the fuck i am completely invested i just finished watching episodes three and four like shortly shortly before we got on here whoa it's good. good
1: or is that the last one i saw was Martin the king died is that four yes Oh
2: yeah I think
1: I discovered it yesterday
2: bitch me too
1: oh my god so today it came up and said hey there's a new episode
2: (laughs) and I was like oh yeah I'm watching thank you so much um Cynthia Erivo is doing a, a really good job also, this motherfucker Ted, I hate him, so he, th- this actor is doing a really great job. Um, Courtney B. Vance. I really, I really enjoy this man and his work. He is a great actor. <laughs> he is a really great actor. Also, what the fuck was Aretha Franklin's life? Why do men insist on ruining things and making things harder why do they do this bitch
1: because they had too much time on top the bible wrote things in their favor and they got lazy
2: so with all of the things that aretha went through right Mm -hmm. if she had a positive and supportive husband let's just start a husband because we're not even going all the way back to childhood right uh huh. If this husband had been the right kind of supportive, would she have been even greater? Yes.
1: Yes. <sighs> Patriarchy is a motherfucker, man. It really is. This shit was so good.
2: Was mother again trying to fuck her? Is it safe enough to talk about that yet? I think so, bitch. I think that's what the, I think that's what this episode was trying to tell us, bitch. I think this episode was trying to tell us that if they had more time, there would have been a whole situation. Mm -hmm.
1: Because one of the things I do remember learning about Aretha was that she loved the men. (gasps) Like she was not shy or
2: insecure. If she saw something she liked, she did go for it. Bitch, go for it so um there was a little bit of that because she asked somebody who she was working with musically uh, why didn't we ever hook up or why didn't ever anything come between us Uh-huh. and the man said I, I i loved you too much or something to that effect i said oh okay bitch. so she was like that man was out here cheating she was cheating too do do you everything
1: yeah yeah and oh my god her taste in men jesus christ but that father that father is just yeah courtney b vance is he is an incredible actor fella he falls so into a role i was i was trying to co-sign with you earlier but i had to pee (laughs) so i had to stay on mute but I totally agree. He's so great in that role. Like, I forgot already. I thought I would see him forever as the um, uncle from, what is it called?
2: Oh, no, wait. Uncle from what? Oh, the, from. Um,
1: oh, A- yeah, yeah. I, I thought he would be forever that. No, he is forever Reverend C.L. Franklin.
2: Them no, niggas was on bullshit I, back then. I thought he was always going to be Johnny Cochran. Oh, my
1: God. He was so good as Johnny Cochran, bitch. Wasn't he? Look, we giving him his flowers. We giving him his flowers in 2021.
2: Right Right now. We did it He deserves them. He really does. Also, he has been married to that um, Angela Bassett. Don't play with him. Don't play with
1: him. Woman, you just saved me. Do you know what the fuck I was about to say?
2: Okay. What was you going to say?
1: I mean, I feel like...
2: It's okay. It's,
1: it's, I was like, yeah, and he has been a doting husband to Felicia Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> ah. No. No, it's Angela Bassett.
2: Okay, well, let's talk about Felicia Rashad and her beautiful self on um, This Is Us. Are you caught up with This Is Us?
1: Are you trying to tell me how to communicate to my daughter?
2: Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Randall, back the fuck up out of this. Please, Randall. This is not a docile white woman. This is a different type of mother. This is a black mother.
1: I get that you don't know how this works. Please back up.
2: This is not but, your business,
1: Randall. It's so good. I love her. And you know, I cried and cried. When she was like, here are your beers. My mother's going to stay here. This I said, is-
2: what what I appreciated about that episode and they always do this they always find a way to link each generation with a common um issue right so I loved how Beth was like hey guess what I'm taking over the money I am telling you I'm not asking you I'm telling you that I'm doing this because I'm trying to help our family Mm -hmm. and then not Beth what is her name I know who you meant okay Mandy. And then, Moore. yes and <laughs> and then actually exactly. beth, beth came in like hey guess what this is what is happening and i'm i'm going to give you something that makes you feel a little bit better as i give you this news that you won't really like but yeah. it, th- this is what it is because sometimes you have to be told that this is what it is
1: yeah
2: i'm not asking you and everything will be fine
1: everything will be fine we're married for a reason. You know, I, I totally, I loved it. And the, the thing that's so beautiful about This Is Us is that, I don't know, it's just, I don't know if it's 40 or what, bitch, but everything is so fucking clear. Like the, the lines of, like the generational shit, the, the cycles and issues and unresolved issues and stuff like that, it is so fucking crystal clear. Like, watching the shit now, it's, it's refreshing to see. Like, they're just saying, like, hey, everything is the same. The technology is different. But all these dynamics are the same, especially if we don't heal some shit.
2: Especially. Especially. Yeah. Because, oh, really Toby was going off. Toby would lost his shit talking about, oh, of course, of course you told him. Because y'all tell each other everything. That bitch was sitting there like I actually didn't tell him. You you're you're gonna embarrass yourself.
1: Yeah. And she let him do it. Let her do it. <laughs> let him do
2: it. <laughs> Sneak <laughs> the shit in for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, she let that nigga do it, man. Toby, you- like he was really, he was on one
2: this is what i'm saying these men in real life and these men on tv and these tv made up stories are losing their shit maybe they need an international men's meeting because it seems
1: to be impacting white (laughs) men too so all the men should just have a meeting and i want to see some action plans i want to see the parking lot items
2: figure it out and leave us out of it please please also, I don't like Kevin's wife. She is so regular, boring. I can't handle it. Oh, she lucked out, yeah. She caught
1: him in the middle of a crisis. Hopefully, when his uncle moves in this week, he says, why are you with this boring ass bitch?
2: You know Uncle Nikki is going to say it. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I appreciate. I really and that's
2: good for Kevin, because Kevin, now you get this uh, little daddy figure to make you feel good.
1: Oh god girl the way kevin is losing it over his dad i i've i've said a couple times i know that he really resonates with me Mm -hmm. oh my god i like i's like i can't even think about kevin without crying
2: what is it though what is it that touches you so much about this this white boy um i think it's
1: his his role in the family And feeling like he needed to be something, like chasing something he never really could be, like something that wasn't even real. And then when you're in the midst of chasing and being all of that, the father figure is gone. So now you have to, and I I don't mean to trigger you, uh, it's, it's my own shit, but you just have to kind of figure out how to be the oldest and how to lead and be yourself Um, and not tie yourself to unrealistic expectations and shit like that. Yeah. He, he has always hit my heart. I'm sorry. sorry.
2: gonna make you emotional like this.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been emotional for like four days now. It's fine. (laughs) You know, I enjoy crying. It puts me even more in touch with my feelings.
2: I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Cause you motherfuckers asked me, "Oh, are you crying?" No. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, bitch! I got to get it together. Like
2: when Adama's
1: thing today, she was like, "I want insights from everyone who got something from this today." It's the teacher and me, and I was like, "Um, I'd like to go. I'd like to say a few things." <laughs>
2: And She was like, "Oh, Brooksy. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, I missed this." <laughs> I, you I, to, like,
1: what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I was like, uh, and "Listen, I saw she, because she um she called my mom on FaceTime or you know like the uh, Android FaceTime Android equivalent, right?" Mm-hmm. And she had on makeup. I was like, "Oh, look, you you looking all pretty and stuff." I didn't I didn't realize she had. Something to do that day. <laughs> 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 yes, well, I've got. Okay. I've got in to do. Is what I've learned.
1: Oh, it's okay. You can take your time with this. Okay, so it's eleven o'clock. We have had Sarita here for two hours. Okay. Is there anything else on the um, rundown that you want to touch?
2: Um. No, I mean Queen Sugar is great um fuck I keep forgetting to watch that can I just tell you that Darla and Ralph Angel got married oh that's really nice that's
1: so nice for them that is
2: beautiful (laughs) it is and they had a really cute wedding it's really cute um how happy is blue blue is so happy blue is jubilant as he said on the episode. He oh, she is-
1: did it. Okay, I'm gonna watch it again. It's
2: so cute. It's
1: so sweet. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I forgot about what's coming up. I'm just gonna say this quickly. When you said blue, I thought about children. Um well actually blue reminds me of Reese, which made me think about children entrepreneurs. Okay. So, so I have a, um, I'm going to be on w- WJZ Baltimore on Thursday morning. What? And what I'm, I'm going to talk about on there is um, I have a Flowers for Brianna gift set that I'm releasing with Neela's daughter, Sydney. So Neela's, I mean, not Neela, Sydney hand-painted these socks. She, she I ordered 50 socks with her. Hand-painted these flowers on them. Oh my gosh. She made them and called them flowers for Brianna the first time, like as a gift, oh. as a thank you for her pop up, right? And I ordered 50, like, oh my God, let's do a gift set. So, with our gift set, I'm going to make the body care products to go with it, but we're going to ask um, the audience, like Instagram and the newsletter audience, to pick a charity. For a percentage of the proceeds to go to. Because now when I sell flowers for Brianna, I use that money to go toward um, the monthly drop off of Supernatural Intimate Wash and shit to the women at the Calvary Shelter. Oh, my goodness. But, but what we're going to talk about on Thursday is um, just asking for asking people for input. Like, okay, so this gift set, this is $65. We want to send 20% of the proceeds to a charity. Where should we send it? Because all the Brianna Taylor fundraisers, I mean, um, yeah, fundraisers, they're, they're full. So they're sending you other directions. So my thinking was, I want to continue to use those funds toward things that help Black women or Black girls, like either or. And so we're going to ask the public for their insight on that. I just for, I forgot to say it in the entrepreneur corner.
2: This is a beautiful thing. I love it.
1: Thank you. And that little girl is so sweet and so talented with me. Definitely. Yeah. And her mom is just like, you know, she's very shy. Thank you for helping her. And I'm like, no, I get it. I'm totally, I'm totally an introvert as well. Even when we meet, she doesn't talk. Neela talks.
2: Okay. I get it. <laughs> I understand completely.
1: Yep. Yep, exactly. So we reached the, re- the end of our podcast
2: that's awesome. Also, um, before you finish, I just want you to know that I want one of them sets because her socks are really cute and also very comfortable. They are. Every, every time I put on a pair of um, those socks, I'm like, these socks are so comfortable and so cute. They did yeah. a great
1: job. They really did. She really did. Like She sits and she has those ideas and she just makes them. I think that's so beautiful. I'm yeah. never going to wear the flower for Brianna ones because... It's so pretty and I know how I am with socks. I'm just gonna leave them in their plastic bag. Okay. That's <laughs> it's memorabilia. <laughs> but um anyway, thank you for attending your podcast this evening.
2: You are welcome. And thank you for attending yours. And Charlotte will see you next week.
1: Oh my bitch, we have the same brain. I'm excited. I was literally going to say that and I don't need to. I'm excited too. All right. Thank you, Sarita.
2: Thank you, Sarita. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye.
1: This is the Beads and Butter Podcast. Listen on iTunes,
3: SoundCloud, and
1: Spotify.